Welcome back to the Deep Six Wrestling Podcast. We're here with our uh, next episode and our review of the New Japan Cup, the 2020 New Japan Cup. Uh, originally, we were doing nights three, four, and five, but instead we're swapping just three and four. And then next week, we'll be doing five and six together. Uh, just makes it easier, shorter episodes, and also for the sake of Rob. Rob uh, did not watch night uh, five yet, so it's him some time. So, hey, I'm waiting for easier to, commentary. Yeah, it's, yeah. Easier, it's easier to focus. He just wants to watch it Kevin is. Kelly. It's easier to focus on two at a time. Make it more. Yeah. Very yeah. Much so, so uh, real quick, the only real piece of news before we actually do anything is uh, the whole WWE COVID stuff where three more people have tested positive, including Renee Young, Caleb Braxton, and Adam Pierce, And then Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful is also reporting that there are numerous other positive tests across all departments that have been at the tapings. So oh, Caleb Braxton for the second time. Yep. So this this is kind of what happens when you, you know, come out and say you're doing testing and then it comes out that you're not doing testing and then you still don't do testing and then you finally do testing and shocker, you have a bunch of people with COVID and you're taping out of Florida, which is the hot spot right now in the U.S. So great job. Uh Hope everybody recovers. Uh, you know, kind of sucks to get COVID, and obviously, it's kind of a—it's not like a guarantee death sign, but you know, it, there's also the potential that it could be for some. So, uh, yeah, kind of. Everybody... I think it even sucks more to get it for a second time. Yeah, obviously, that's bad for Kayla. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, this is stuff that could have been avoided because uh, Kayla got it back in March, uh, and she just got it again. But like. If these shows didn't happen, she most likely wouldn't have gotten it again. So, um, Which, uh, I do have to say that her her tweet was real, real uh, silly. I thought with her saying, "I thought I I was invincible, so that's why I kept going." And I was like, "Yeah, that's the mentality that some of these people have, and it's kind of yeah. stupid." See that she deactivated her Twitter. Yeah, I've seen a bunch of people have been deactivating Twitter in the wrestling community, so not shocking. Um, but yeah, I feel like a lot of people have probably been very critical of WWE in the past couple of days. Uh, and again, this is a very, very solid reason to be critical of them because, again, it's just kind of a scummy thing to do. And then on top of that, the EVP of WWE made a statement where they basically said that uh, they typically put their talent uh, the, in like the... Um, like the four the front and foremost thoughts of uh, keeping them safe, but that they, uh, for this situation with COVID that they wanted to put the fans interests at first and keep them entertained during these trying times. And it's like, okay, so you're admitting that you openly put your talent in harm's way, didn't test them. And it's just because you wanted to quote unquote, give the fans entertainment. It's like, it's like if one of these talents die, how are you going to really justify that? Like one of the talents that you're putting in harm's way for the, again, as they're saying, enter, uh, the entertainment of the fans. If one of your favorites like dies of COVID nineteen, is it worth it? No, absolutely not. <laughs> like, uh, it's just very, very frustrating, and it's a bad look for WWE all around. Um, so yeah, we'll see how that plays out, and if anybody else tests positive and is public about it, we'll obviously talk about it next time on the podcast. But that's all there is for news, so we can just get right into New Japan. Since you know, again, it helps that we're doing this uh, right after our show yesterday, because again. Not much has happened in the last 24 hours besides that, so I guess we can just get started, boys. You ready? Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. Alrighty then. So, with that being said, days three and four of the New Japan Cup, it was the end of round one, uh, so day three brought us four more matches. Well, technically five, uh, 
I don't know if we'll talk about the tag match. But uh, our matches for day three were Hiroshi Tanahashi and Taichi in the main event, Kota Ibushi and Zack Sabre Jr. in the semi-main event, um, Taguchi and Sonata opening, and then Sho and Shingo as well. Uh, so we'll start with the first match, which is Taguchi versus Sonata. Uh, I thought this was a really good match. Uh, I've always thought that Taguchi's been pretty underrated. His match with uh, El Fantasma last year was really good, and uh, the big uh, first-night retirement match for Liger this year at the Tokyo Dome, which Taguchi won for his team pinning Liger, I also thought was really good. And nice showing for Liger, or not Liger, uh, Taguchi as well. So um, Sonata but- picked up. Plus his, plus his theme slaps. Yeah, his theme also slaps. Uh, so Sonata did pick up the win here. Not too shocking. Although I do want to say there was times during this match where I was thinking that, like, I was scared that Taguchi was going to get an upset win in the first oh round. Oh, my God. Yeah. They, my bracket. It, I, yeah. There I was agree. so many, like, close falls, but then there was, like, one. There was, like, one that was, like, oh, my God, he's about to lose. Yeah. So they did a really good job there. Again, for the most part, that's this, yeah, this tournament's been full of that. Yeah, so. I agree. Um, but again, Sonata did win, and then post match, uh, Taguchi put on Sonata's uh, shirt and did the the Lij fist bump. Although it was kind of like a variation of his own uh, pose. Yeah, uh, so we'll see what happens with that. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's actually going to lead to anything. I think it might have just been a sign of respect, but we shall see. Yeah, uh, Taguchi joining Lij would certainly be interesting because besides that, I don't really know what Taguchi's doing right now. So maybe they they will do it. Um, Rob, what are your thoughts on this match? Uh, I enjoyed it. It was my first. Uh thing i've seen from taguchi and i i think sonata was in a tag match one of the first two nights yes but he didn't really like make an impression on me in that but he looked amazing here so he's definitely one of my favorites going forward so far that i've seen uh, i like his look he's got some cool gear i like his skull mask and uh yeah he just is really good in the ring uh Great match. Great way to open the show. I have to say this night was by far the best my uh the best night so far. I mean, I haven't seen night 5, but uh for the first four, easily the best. So, and this kicked it off with a bang. Yeah. I would also say this is definitely the strongest night. It, for me, it's between this and probably um I would probably say this and night probably night 2. Although night five is also really good. So nights two, three, and five are my favorite nights. But yeah. definitely for the first round, this is the best night. Um, yeah. Ryan, you have anything on this? Not really. I thought you guys kind of summed it up very well. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with Ryan. Yeah. And as Rob mentioned, he said Sonata's one of his favorites. At the end of this, once we're done talking about the these two nights, uh, I'm going to ask everybody uh, who has left the biggest impressions on them for this tournament so far. Especially <laughs> oh, sorry. you. Uh, especially uh, Rob and Joey, since they're new to New Japan. Um, after that, we got Sho versus Shingo Takage, um, which uh, they, these two have faced off, I believe, twice before in singles matches, uh, where Shingo has taken the win. And so uh, there was already a story set up here uh, pretty nicely, and for some reason in my prediction, I didn't take that into account. And, uh, you know, Shingo lost here, and I had to pay the price. Uh, so show definitely came out of here with the upset win and my God, what a match. <laughs> yeah. Oh this, my. yeah. This was nuts. So originally again, before uh, this tournament got changed, this was supposed to be Shingo versus Osprey in a rematch from the best of the super juniors finals last year. And that would have been great and all. Uh, I am glad that we did get show versus Shingo though. 
Um, not like again, not because I don't like Osprey or anything. I think he's really talented, but like this whole first round of the tournament was going to be stacked with like crazy big matches. Um, like you would have had Yuji and Suzuki. It, it kind of makes it hard to like. Uh, I don't know. Follow. Yeah. So. So I am happy that we got Show and Shingo here, um, and it was a nice real spotlight for Shingo or Show. Well, Shingo too. They both looked really good coming out of this. Um, but I thought Joey summed it up pretty nicely uh, with his reactions following uh, this show, where he said that Show could fill out like a Johnny Gargano type role as like an underdog in New Japan. Um, so Joey, that was good insight because I also agree. Show has very good like underdog babyface like yeah pers- and, like and, personality and going into the match like i don't know too much about new japan but he was cl- clearly the underdog um, oh absolutely he just looks like the mm-hmm. underdog. yeah exactly um but yeah i thought this match was like i i personally gave it five stars i thought it was like just great like from the jump it was just like fast pace and just like brutal and they were just going at each other and Honestly, I was a bit shocked when Show won, because yep. yeah, because you know, I because I know who Shingo is. I know he's a big name, um. So I thought he would have got the win. Yeah, uh, Rob, you want to say anything? I think Joey summed it up pretty good. I, you know, I had a, some expectations going into this because you guys watched it first and you said how good it was, and uh, it lived up. You know, it was definitely the best match. I've seen it in New Japan so far. I have not watched any back catalog stuff yet. I'll get there eventually, but this is definitely my favorite New Japan match so far. Fair enough. And I do got to say that show and Shinada in the second round is going to be absolutely insane. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely would, looking forward to I that. I hope that those two have a good uh, a good match as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, show picks up the win here. Uh, Ryan and me both chose Shingo. So, Ryan, are you upset that Show won? What, what's your reaction to this? I also so, chose Shingo. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she also did choose Shingo. We all chose Shingo. <laughs> yeah. I'm not I'm not upset about it because they had, like, a very, very good match. Um, and, like, once you told me the backstory that Show had never beaten Shingo, I was like, well, maybe they'll, they'll just hold off on it. Like, he, he doesn't need to win this. Um, but... It, it was still a good, uh, like, it was a very good story match. It was a very good worked match. Um, like like Joey said, I wouldn't go five stars with it, but I'd go at least 4.25, I think I, I said. Um, it was outstanding uh, in work uh, or in ring. It's obviously my match of the tournament so far. Uh, and, uh Yeah, I'm excited to see the show versus uh sonata i think that could have a really really good match as well uh and i'm happy to see show like kind of stepping out on his own instead of just being generic tag team wrestler like he he and uh yo were when they first came in as rapungi 3k yeah okay fair enough uh the only reason i chose shingo without like really putting much thought into it was because I saw that him and Sonata would have to face off in round two. And I figured that they would have wanted to do that as a big match. That's what um, I thought as well. I thought that, but again, what is most likely happening here is shows pin Shingo and we have dominion and they need a card. So show and Shingo will probably go again at dominion for Shingo's never open weight title. Uh, if I knew anything about the, uh, the factions before picking, I probably would not have picked Shingo. So, there's oh, that. Look at that. I um, just figured out, like, probably last night or the night before about all these factions. 
Yes. Lij. I'm not a fan of their name, but they're stacked. So. Well, there you go. There's Rob's take on Los Ingobernables, everybody. Um, uh, absolutely are stacked. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, there's no doubt about that. Um, we didn't mention it, but the show actually, for, for this night, they did a weird uh, schedule because they opened with the, the tag match instead of the, that threw me doing off. the, yes. the two matches. Uh, I actually, me and Ryan didn't watch this match, but it was Gabriel Kidd, y- uh, Yuyu Yamura, and Yoda Suji, uh, and Yuji Nagata versus Doki, Kanemaru, Desperado, and Suzuki. Uh, um, so it was fine. Yeah, I watched it. I thought it was good. I, I thought all the tag matches. So yeah, far have been I'd say good. they were all just like a little bit above average. Nothing special. They yeah, were just fine. But I think. But I them. think for me, like these tag matches are like you know, Palette give me cleanser. a chance to yeah, give me a chance to like know who's who. Yeah, and see different like talent and stuff. Yeah, it's definitely good for like new viewers because you can get accustomed yeah, to people. You can 100%. see moves and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a showcase for everybody, and it's also a palate cleanser between like the tournament matches. Yeah, just yeah. again weird that they had it on first for this night for some reason. Yeah, it was because um, this is the only night that they did that. Uh, yep. So, yeah, kind of bizarre. Anyway, uh, the other two matches we had on the show was Zack Saber Jr. versus Kota Ibushi once again. They have had plenty of matches in New Japan. Uh, out of the matches they've had, this is probably my least favorite. Um, it wasn't bad by any means. Definitely my least favorite of this night. Yeah, my thoughts on this match is if you love technical wrestling, this match is absolutely for you. If you do not, then it's not so much for you. I mean, I like technical wrestling to an extent, but I feel like like, it was a little bit overboard in the first few minutes. I understand because, you know, I know that's Zack Sabre Jr.'s gimmick. Um, You know, he is submission master, as the Titan (laughs) says. Um, But yeah, I I think Sabre looks is is actually really good. I thought both of them, you know, had a good match. Um, I know that some spots were a little slow because, you know, they were just, you know, there was a points where they were just laying on each other. Um, I don't even think it was slow. It was just kind of the way. It was just like, I, It yeah. was weird. Like, I don't know. I felt uncomfortable I think, at points. I think it, even. it started really fast and then it kind of slowed down a bit. Um, but then it, it picked up. I think it picked back up. But it was overall, I thought it was a good match. Yeah, it was it was solid. Yeah, again, I said it in our group chat, but the more I think you guys see of Saber, you'll get more used to him and his style. And I feel like the little things he does in his matches uh, always kind of elevate them. Him versus Okada from, I want to say 2018 was when Saber won the New Japan Cup, uh, was mm-hmm. phenomenal. Um, so, yeah, ZSJ is great. Uh, but again, I do think that but out of his matches with Ibushi that they've had, this is probably the weakest. But again, I, I still liked it. Uh, but I would also agree with Rob that this is my least favorite match on the show. Uh, Ryan, anything? So uh, for those of you who – well, actually, I haven't really gone over my uh, predictions on on one of these podcasts, but I had ZSJ going to the finals. Uh, so <laughs> I'm very upset that that happened, that he lost. Um, but ZSJ, like, it, it was weird because he's, he's one of my favorite heels in New Japan, maybe the world. Um, and he – like he, he he's notorious, I think, from all the matches I've seen uh, in New Japan with him for just talking a lot of trash uh, throughout the match. And he's very, uh, he's very talkative. He did not um, do that. 
Yeah, he was very silent this match. He said, like, one thing, and I don't even know what he said. Yeah, because, like, I didn't know if he was, like, if they just didn't have microphones close or what. But, like, he just sounded, like, not himself, uh, which was weird. Um, And I don't know if that's, like, he's trying to not be like that because there's no crowd or what. But, like, I think that the one thing that WWE did really well uh, in their no crowd, no fa- like fake fans was the a lot of the talent became more talk trash or talked more trash, um, and it added an element to their matches like Charlotte yeah. versus Rhea uh, at Mania, uh, Rollins versus um, Owens, um, to name at least two matches that I can think of just off the top of my head. Did Rollins versus McIntyre have a crowd? I don't remember at Money in the Bank. Uh, I don't no, think they did. No, yeah, no, that, and no. They, they didn't start I remember they like a month ago. Yeah, and they had they had a lot they had uh, a lot of talking as well that I I liked. Yeah, um, but it, I couldn't remember helped. if they had a if they had a crowd during it as well, um, which is why I didn't say that. Uh, but I felt like that's what this was missing was it it, it was missing that ZSJ flavor that I love. Um, Kota Ibushi, I think he's a great wrestler, but he doesn't, he doesn't hit with me for some reason, um, like as a character, um, for most of the time, like him versus Okada at, uh, Wrestle Kingdom, that hit with me because he had added this new element of like, I am just going to no sell moves and just keep on powering up. And like get like real into this real dark place, uh, and him and Tanahashi as a tag team like that it 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 doesn't work for me. Um, and this match just there was it was a, a, a like a neutered uh, Zack Saber Junior. and there was no character at all for Kota. So it it was a mad match from two people who I expect more from. Okay, fair enough. Um, and then our main event for the night was uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, the ace versus everybody's favorite lord, Taichi. Yes, sir. Uh, so, Rob, what is what is the what is your issue with Taichi's entrance? Oh no, I mean you explained it to me, so I get it now. No, but, no, you no, know, no. What I, was your I, initial reaction to his entrance? I I was like, this guy's he's, he's using like a regular like microphone. That's unplugged, and he's pretending to sing <laughs> to his entrance theme. So I was like, "Why not at least give him like a wireless microphone to make the illusion more realistic?" Because I don't know, maybe not everyone would notice because they're not if they're not like a singer or a musician or something. But it just it, it stands out to me because I see the prongs just sticking out of the microphone that are clearly not connected to a cable or anything. Uh, I was then explained to that that's kind of his gimmick that he, you know, he pretends to sing and if he he gets mad if people call him out on it or whatever, which is cool. Yeah. That's fine. I like that, but I don't know. It just kind of stuck out to me. I don't yeah. know. There's Rob's uh, there's Rob's musical background coming into play here. Yeah. yeah well. So yeah. Yeah. Well. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Stupid so, singers. Yeah. Sorry. So, 
Kaiji comes out first. Uh, kind of weird seeing him do his whole stick in an empty arena, and also not with yeah. his uh, valet. Miho wasn't there. Um, and then Tanahashi comes out, and as Tanahashi's making his entrance and up on the turnbuckle, uh, this is basically the story of the match where Taichi just kind of dominates for the most part of this match. Uh, well, Tanahashi, he did attack him. Yeah, before he attacks the bell. him. Attacks him before the bell. He gets him up on his shoulders and power bombs him down. Um, and from uh, there on, it's pretty much just the Taichi show. Uh, Tanahashi sold like a champ. I yes. think it was the Tanahashi show. Yeah, well, I, I meant like in terms of like kayfabe wise. It's <laughs> yeah, just I know, like, I yeah. know. But yeah, they both look really good, though. Yeah, Great I'm very match. happy that Tai Chi over the past year has really shown a lot of improvement. Um, yeah, this was my yeah, this was my first impression of Tai Chi. Um, you could tell off the bat that he was like the the ultimate heel. How just how he came out with his entrance and all that stuff. Um. So yeah, he's one of my favorites actually so far. Okay, that's um, good to I, see. I'm I'm saying this right now. I think he's going to win the cup. Wow. Okay, so Joey's prediction yep. is Tai Chi's winning. There you yep. Go. I, bo- I do also want to say after the match, he cut a promo, and he said on the microphone that the IWGP uh, tag titles will be his, and so will the New Japan Cup. How do you know? Uh, looked up translation. Yeah. Uh, uh, so again, I, every time I went to the promo, well, every time I, I see a promo, usually, I, I look at. I usually just look uh, it up no. When I when I get to the promos, I just turn it off because I know I'm not going to know what they're saying. Oh, I don't listen to it, but I I see that they're getting promo. I just look it up. Yeah, again, they, Rob, same. They but said. like again, that's why the, that's the one benefit of English commentary is typically yeah. they have Chris Carlton there to translate. Uh, I don't know how it's going to be on with the uh, with Kevin Kelly solo. I'll stuff let you know. Yeah. Because he doesn't, I don't think he speaks Japanese. Uh, so we shall see. But again, with it being done in post, and him and Chris are friends, Chris can probably just translate and send it to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so and we'll I, see. And I do know, I do know that um, supposedly uh, this was the longest he's gone without removing his pants. Yeah, as far <laughs> as I'm aware, this was the longest match I've seen where it's with Tai Chi not having his pants off. He didn't remove them until like the last like minute or two minutes of the match. Yeah, like yeah, um, literally he removed them, hit the super kick, and then uh, yeah, and his then finisher. He hit his black Mephisto. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I will um, forever say that Tai Chi doing the pants is better than Angel Garza doing the pants. Uh, I agree, but mainly I feel like that's mainly because I saw Tai Chi do it first. I'm like it's been so ingrained in my head with Tai Chi yeah. and Angel Garza debuted last year and started doing it, and I was just like, "That's just the Tai Chi thing." Uh, so again, I'm just used to Tai Chi doing it first. Um, uh, I was surprised to find out that Tai Chi is like 40 years old. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. look 40. I thought he was uh, like a younger star, but he's no not. sir. No, sir. Um, so, yeah, Tai Chi's here. Uh, gets the win over Tanahashi, which is a big thing. Yeah. Again, my prediction was that ZSJ was going to beat Ibushi and Tanahashi was going to beat um, Tai Chi here. Uh, but the outcome's still the same because most of this whole thing of these guys being paired up is to set up ZSJ and Tai Chi going after the tag titles, most likely at Dominion, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, again, I do think that night three is probably one of the strongest nights of the show for sure. Oh, easily. Um, so yeah, Absolutely. big th- big thumbs up from me. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Thumbs up. I do have to say, since I didn't get to talk about it, uh, cute. I've been a huge Tai Chi fan since I've started to watch him, um, and I'm I'm just happy that he like. I think that his bulk up, uh, he bulked up a lot. Um, this off uh, during the quarantine, uh, he looks great, and. Uh, like if if he was to win this tournament, I would be one happy fellow. But I don't think it's gonna happen. I'd be cool with him and I. They've had good matches in the past, so yeah, I wouldn't be upset. 
but I think I he's like the he's happen. like the forgotten member. It feels like of Suzuki Goon because he always gets overlooked by like Suzuki ZSJ, um, and like I I always just forget that he's he's there. I mean, he's not as forgettable as Doki, um, but. Like I always forget that he's part of Suzuki see, Goon. See, I would I would never say that. I would say Kanemaru is or Desperado are the forgotten ones. Uh, no, I, I I always know that they're there. Taichi like, Taichi always... Taichi like literally held a title last year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, night four. Uh, this is probably the worst night of the show so far. Yeah, that's fair. Um, uh, yeah, I'll, I think there was only two things on the show I genuinely. Really enjoyed. So we'll get there. Uh, we opened up with Bushi versus Yo. Um, I think Bushi's a pretty underrated singles guy for the most part. I feel like he doesn't really get his uh, his due in the junior division, but oh well. Uh, and Yo is definitely, I think everybody knows that he's the Genetti out of him and Sho. Uh, not that he's like bad or anything, but it just shows, I think, has much more going for him. Um, this match was, I thought it was good, not great. Um, there was some sloppiness uh, with a couple moves towards the end. Uh, there was a couple like code breakers that didn't look like they actually hit. Um, but yeah, it was it was fine. It wasn't like offensively bad or anything. Um, Rob, anything? Uh, I want to say that this was one of my matches that I liked best this night. I don't. Can we go over what the matches were? Before yeah. Okay. I, uh... Yeah, I forgot to do that. So it's Bushi <laughs> versus Yo. Bushi versus Yo. Yoshihashi versus Hiroshi Tenzan. Uh, we had this tag match where it was Sho, Ishii, Yano, Okada versus LIJ. Um, yeah, it was chaos, right? Uh, yeah, yes. it was chaos, yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, Yujiro Takahashi versus Hiroki Goto, and the main event was Evil and Satoshi Kojima. Oof, yeah, I don't really remember any of these matches. That This might did not make a uh, an impression on me very much. Yeah, so uh, Ryan or Joey, either of you anything? Uh, yeah, I thought this was a good match. I thought it was good. Like, I can't show, remember it, though. Uh, to be honest. Um, I actually liked this match, too. Um, I thought Bushi looked r- pretty good. And, uh, Yo, obviously, like you said, I think Sho is a lot better. Um, but Yo is still pretty good. Um, it was cool to see both of them get their, like, you know, chance to have, like, a spotlight. Um, and I really like Bushi's finisher, the MX, which is like a jumping code breaker off the top rope. Um, yeah, it I is also worth, pretty cool. Yeah, it is also worth noting that Yo took a dive to the outside pretty early on and he came up limping and it looked like it was yes, legit. I did see that. Yeah, so I didn't for me that. personally, so I think I, that probably played a role in it because yeah. like after that, the match slowed down quite a he bit. He might have like, like sprained his ankle or something. But yeah. yeah, you could tell like he was like actually hurt. Okay, yeah. coming um, back to me, I um. I I'm looking at my grapple account. If anybody uses grapple, it is to rate matches. And True. this is the match I rated the highest out of all the matches on the night. Wow, okay. 3.25 out of 5. There Everything go. else got exactly 3. Okay. Also, so, I just want to point something out. Yeah. That, uh, Interesting sets, that everything got... Uh, both three. sets of the tag team champions have had one member lose and one advance in the first round. Yeah, oh, I didn't even think of that. that uh, so, yeah. Bushi, Bushi and... Um, and show. Yeah, no, I'm trying to think. Who, event, I guess Bushi. Then, if they if they had Bushi go after the tag titles, I guess it would be him and uh, Hiromu. Mm-hmm. So maybe I don't know. I guess we'll see how that plays out. But yeah, I guess Bushi technically does can challenge for uh, Rapunky 3K's titles. Maybe um, the Grand Master will be part of Lij. I don't LIJ. think the Grand Master is going to be part of Lij. 
Um, <laughs> we also haven't talked about this, the weight of the Grandmaster stuff. Uh, I'm assuming that this person is debuting at Dominion, and there is speculation on who it is. Um, uh, it's just... Oh, is it like a new gimmick or something? Yeah, or like, so... This uh, but bit, it's so like a current base. star, probably. Like no. current so, it's gonna, so it's most likely going to be a young lion who's been on uh, oh, okay. that makes excursion sense. in Mexico, okay. who is set to come back. Um, so, Do you have any idea who it is? Uh, I personally don't. I know I forgot the guy's name, to be honest. Um, but he's one of the young lions. It starts with a K. Um, so uh, we'll see. Uh, I don't see, know what to expect. I've been saying to Pat, like when we first saw it, like the first two nights, I said that I think it's going to be a, like a, either uh, it's somebody who speaks English because normally that they don't have English going over promos or vignettes for mm-hmm. like Japanese wrestlers. Well, also to be fair. And we're not on English well, commentary either. Yeah. And to be fair though, a lot of like this, like the promos for Switchblade and for Moxley's debuts, they didn't have any talking. Like the, they, the, it wasn't there was no Japanese or English. It was just like music. Uh, so this one has like again dialogue in it, and it is English. But I don't know if that's something to just say that it's automatically. Yeah, but that's like my thing is like it doesn't like when it says the way of the Grand Master. That's not all in Japanese. That is clearly just in English. No, but there's and then they've got the sub, right? But it's the sub. Like normally, it would be the opposite. Is what I, I'm saying. I, I don't know. I've, I'm not going to be shocked if it's a if it's the young lion. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. I would assume that this is probably set for a reveal at Dominion. Um, I can't imagine them dragging it on much longer. So um, I would assume probably round maybe like the end of round two or beginning around or the quarterfinals will uh they'll update it to a different video uh like they did for moxley so we'll see um but yeah uh, the grandmaster's coming so be ready for whatever that is um so yeah after that we got yoshihashi i've been waiting for this yoshihashi versus hiroshi tenzan <laughs> uh i'll go last rob you can start talking about this because i really um, want to talk to uh, rob and joey yeah you guys oh, haven't seen yoshihashi wrestling um before, so i have yeah. to say though yoshihashi took over a minute to come out on stage from when his music started that's something you'd expect from like a top star maybe not really in wwe but i could see it in japan you know whatever they have a different vibe over there it's fine they wear cool. Everyone wears like cool masks and stuff, so it's like you know different. What? I, yeah, but, but not I can't Yoshihashi. Just, yeah, Yoshihashi. I don't even get his gear. It looks terrible. It's why like does his... he have a stick? Okay, so he's the headhunter. He has a stick, and he has this weird green trench coat and like a bright yellow collar. I yeah, don't. I don't, I don't understand any of it. Um, and then Tenzan had the best haircut I've ever seen in my life. So, <laughs> uh, but they had a pretty good match. It was hard hitting. Um, you know. It was fine. It wasn't one of my favorite matches, but it was pretty solid. I can't complain. Okay, Joey. Uh, um, okay, so this is the this is the first I've seen Yoshihashi. Um, I mean, yeah, he was in a tag match in uh, I think day one or two. Yeah, but I honestly just lost track of who was who, so I didn't even see him. Um, so this is my first like actual encounter with him, and Pat always you know talks him up like he's the greatest thing ever. Not really, uh, he actually <laughs> hates him. And after watching this match, um, I don't know what Pat's talking about. Um, maybe I've just got to see the best match of his career. 
Um, could so, be possible. But okay, this was so, a pretty good match, and I thought he looked actually really good. Um, I don't think he is worse than Mojo Rawley, as Pat thinks. No, I definitely don't um, think that. <laughs> maybe charisma wise. Oh, charisma wise, um, but wrestling. But as a wrestler, he seems pretty decent. Like I'd say, he's pretty good. Uh, Ryan, you can go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Living with Pat and like how I know that, that Pat hates Yoshihashi and like whenever he's on the screen, it's like oh, no, this is awful. Um, like he he didn't he he's, he was quiet throughout this match, other than his entrance and him going, "What is he wearing? Why? Look at that face!" Ugh. <laughs> um, like he, he has zero charisma. Yoshihashi has zero charisma. Um, like he, he, like when they they pan to him when he gets on the top rope and he just points his stick at the camera. I just yeah, <laughs> he, and he just shouts something. I agree. Like, yeah. He has no emotion behind it. He's yeah, his like, facial expressions uh, kind of made me mad. His, his facial know. expressions just, are just the something. Worst I've ever just seen. something about it. He looks like, constipated twenty four seven. I just don't understand how he is positioned in chaos. Like he he, he feels like he's just there in chaos, but he's been there for eight years. <laughs> How has somebody been in like in a company for eight years and like positioned somewhere towards like the mid card, upper mid card, and not done anything with their career? Like if somebody did that in WWE for eight years, yeah, at, like, like in like the mid card to upper mid card, you'd be like, what is the point of this? Like obviously, like. I, I'd say like Slater and Curtis Axel were there for a while and like didn't win many titles. No, I w- um, how I would say this is imagine if the Nexus stayed around for eight years and they all like <laughs> it became like a top faction where like Wade Barrett had won like the world title a couple times. You had people with tag titles and mid card titles. And um, let's just say Michael Tarver was in Nexus. <laughs> and let's just say Michael Tarver never got out of the jobber position and was just there for eight years, never once held a title, and just took up time on TV. That is how Yoshihashi feels in chaos. He's <laughs> pointless. Tarver. He doesn't add anything. And so this is where I'll take over. This, I, Joey alluded to it, but I would 100% die on the hill and say this is Yoshihashi's best match in his entire wrestling career. Uh I think that uh, if if you're a child, please put your earmuffs on. Uh, Daddy's gonna curse for a second. I this this man is trying to fuck on me. <laughs> Daddy, he 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 heard that I said. He heard, I just I he he heard my complaints and that like he and then he found out somehow that you guys were gonna start watching New Japan, and he he was like I got to put on the best match because I got to show this guy. <laughs> he probably, wrong. Ah, and he's and going so, all the way now too. And so, for some reason, him and Tenzan had a pretty good match. Uh, I don't know what it was, but Yoshihashi actually did well here. This this is probably one of the hardest hitting Yoshihashi matches either. Like he he messed up Tenzan's chest. Like there was some nice red spots on there. Um, say it, Pat. Say you liked the match. I did like the match. I did okay. like the match. I will say you thought um, those red marks were Chef's kiss. They were no. They weren't. They weren't like Walter <laughs> marks, but they were they were good. Um, again, I I really didn't like. Like again, I still don't like Yoshihashi, and I think he looks like a clown. Uh, but I don't know. 
it's it it was a it was a good match. I can't I can't deny that. Uh worth noting that with uh Yoshihashi moving on, he will be facing Bushi in round two. So I he's probably gonna win that too. Yeah, so Yoshihashi's most likely moving on again. Um, he's winning the whole thing, I'm telling you. I don't really think Yoshihashi and Bushi are going to have a good match. I don't think their styles are going to clash well. Um, yeah. so Did we'll, you we'll think him versus Tenzan was going to be a good match? No, but I just, I don't know. I just don't think Yoshihashi versus a junior who's, like, really fast. Like, him and Tenzan just, like, kind of just beat the shit out of each other. I don't think they're going to do that type of match with him and Bushi. So, mm-hmm. who well, knows? Maybe, maybe Bushi will bring out the Black Mist for this. Maybe. Um, but yeah, so Yoshihashi wins here. Um, and you know what? I'm not even upset because I did choose Yoshihashi to win this match, and I was kind of regretting it going into it. Uh, but then Yoshihashi won. I was like, wow, thank God. And Rob, uh, is this, I think this is the one time where we pour it out for you since you did choose Tenzan. Yeah. Uh, I had Tenzan going fairly far, too. Yeah. What a shame. Yeah. How far do you uh, have him going? Uh, semifinals ish. He was going to, I had him going all the way till maybe the quarterfinals to lose to, to Goto. So, okay. Okay. Um, that's probably what's going to end up happening with Yoshihashi. So, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. That well, would, maybe not, though. Maybe. I don't know. Beats I'm, Goto. Go, maybe Yoshihashi is going to go all the way. Maybe. This I don't is, know. They're starting Go- his push. Goto has a history with the New Japan Cup. So, hey, feel- in, in the description of this match, it said. Last year, Yoshihashi really turned a corner, so it seemed like they were really high on him. <laughs> I guess so. I'm going to say it right now. Bushi's going to beat Yoshihashi. Nope. Uh, not I'm calling it. No, calling I, it. Not I, not I, I think Yoshihashi. I'm going again. to stay on it. I'm calling it. All right. Well, we'll have an update for you that on, uh, on next week. Um, yeah. All right. Next up, we do have... The probably the best tag match we've had on these shows. Yeah, I agree. It was fantastic. This was Chaos versus Lij, and it ended up just being a a comedy match. It was over uh, in decent time, I believe. Um, But there's not really much to talk about besides the fact uh, the the Hiromu stuff with Yano, Uh, and it started immediately. Uh, Hiromu comes out and he's like <laughs> just like spazzing out on the stage, like shaking and hiding and looking terrified at Yano, who just like is like standing in the ring looking like a goofball. And like for for those who don't know, like the the story of um, Yano having cut Hiromu's hair uh, previously, it was like what what what's going on? Uh, and so eventually they get in the ring uh, for the match, and Yano pulls out uh, trimmers, like hair trimmers, and kind of makes it clear that he's trying to cut his hair. Uh, but the match, all that really matters, the match ends in a double countout when uh, Hiromu and Yano are both in, and they just kind of brawl to the outside, and Hiromu runs away through, like, a hallway, um, and uh, Yano, like, ties him up and, with, like, like, tape, tape, with tape his feet together. Yeah, his legs and then together, Okada yeah. comes in with, like, 14 seconds on the count uh, as they're being counted out and, like, shouts at Yano to come back and get in, uh, and we get a double countout here. And I thought this was a really like well done double countout. Like it was That's used for how like you a, do a double. Yeah, count it was used for like yeah, a comedy spot. It was like a satisfying ending. It wasn't like it wasn't like if you look back at Backlash with like Nia and Oscar, where it was just a double countout for the sake of not having one of them get pinned, and then they could run the match back on Raw. Whereas like this was just like a fun comedy match where nobody really cared about the ending, and it was like a humorous. Thing. Um, so I liked it. Uh, Rob, what are your thoughts? I just want to. Oh, oh, okay, oh. no, yeah, Ryan, go, you go first. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to know, like, why does Okada put up with Soriano? I have no <laughs> like, idea. Like, if, if I if I'm like 
the top baby face in the company, basically. And like I'm saddled with this guy who his whole goal in life is to peddle DVDs and cheat <laughs> to win matches and walk around with hair trimmers in his pants. <laughs> and other weapons. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like I would kick this man to the curb. You know, I They're feel both like, part of chaos, right? Yeah, yes. I feel like the reason has to be is the fact that he remembers that Yano beat Kenny Omega in the G1. Yeah, uh, he did hand Omega his first loss at that year wow, in the tournament. Really? Yeah, yeah. So well, when, Yanu, we, when we get to like... the G one, you'll notice Yano is used to like he's used for comedy matches, and he's kind of used like as a buffer for people because it's a long tournament, and so use him as like giving guys breaks where they don't have to do like a long match. Okay. Uh, and so Yano's there for comedy matches, but he always gets like a random upset to break people's brackets. And yes. that year, uh, it was Omega's loss in the tournament. Wow. Um, Who was he last year? I don't remember, to be honest. <laughs> but, yeah. But Yano's there for comedy and, again, breaking brackets because they love doing that. Uh, Rob, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I don't really have anything else to add from what you said. It was just kind of a fun, innocent comedy match. So, it was, uh, it was kind of a silly ending, but it worked for me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ryan, do you have the answer on who Yano ended up beating last year in the uh, So, Knight, the first round, uh, he beat Tetsuya Naito yep. in a three-minute match. Uh, I'm trying go. to see. Wow. He, Again, uh, like I said, he gives people upsets. Yeah, I'm like, trying to see if he won any more. Because, um, he beat Naito in three minutes? Yeah. yeah. He, again, he, his matches are never change. long. Yeah. Um, I forget who I had. Because I, I predicted the G1 last year. I forget who I had Yano beating for upsets. I had him beating somebody else. Um, so his... Uh, his uh, bracket, he was in uh, Moxley, Juice Robinson, Shingo, Ishii, Yano, Goto, Ka- Jeff Cobb, Taichi, Naito, and Jay White. Uh, he uh, The second night, he also beat somebody. Who did he beat the second night? Uh, he beat Jay White uh, the second night, too. There you go. <laughs> so he started off 2-0. and oh. Yeah, and I remember because Jay White went or on two a and one. Jay or, White sorry, lost like three. Yeah, Jay White lost like his first like four matches and then came back and went to the finals. Um, all right, so yeah, uh, fun little comedy match. Next up, we have um, my second worst match of the tournament so far: Yujiro Takahashi versus Hiroki Goto. What in the goddamn world was this? Uh, I hated this pretty much. Um, uh, I almost fell asleep watching this. I this was. I know this, that sounds really bad, but yeah, like, I'm in the same boat. Like it wasn't as it was. It was still like a watchable match, but it was way too yeah. slow. It wasn't. It wasn't Jado and uh, Yano from round one or from um, the. I actually thought this and the and the main event were pretty boring. Oh, see, I really liked the main event, but we'll get to that. No, I didn't. Um, oh, hold on, one one more thing. About Yano, he also oh ended. He also ended uh, John Moxley's undefeated run. Okay, the so there you go. There's just three wins: Jay White, Tana, or Naito, and he beat Tai Chi. There you go. Yano's right. a god. That's yeah, Yano yes. the god, basically. All right. Anyway, so yeah, uh, this match kind of exemplified why Yujiro Takahashi's never uh, given big spots, and the only stuff he wins anymore is the six man titles with Bullet Club. He's just not that really good. Uh, he's he's a fun comedy character when they use him that way, but I don't really want to see Yujiro wrestle like a 15-minute match against Goto. Uh, Maybe this forward. match was so bad because uh, Jado was ringside. No. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Jado did interfere. Um, of course he did. Yeah. yeah. I'm Master just thinking, 
I'm just happy Goto won here. Goto deserved the win. Just get him away from this. Um, mm. So that's all that matters. Rob, does, do you have anything to add? I don't even remember this match. Yeah, really. and I, Ryan, I don't. I don't, I don't think Ryan has anything either. No. Um, so yeah, Goto moves on, and then our main event of the night was Satoshi Kojima versus Evil. I this was probably my favorite match of the night. Uh, big fan of Kojima, yeah. and I think Evil's probably. I feel like Evil's got to be destined for whenever. I feel like Lij is gonna split in the next like year or two, and I feel like Evil is probably gonna be the breakout star because I feel like Sonata will probably be out of Lij by then. Mm. Um, the first half of this was really boring. It picked up towards the end, but I could not get into it. Fair I don't enough. Know. Maybe it was just like too long of a show for me. I don't know. I see. For me, I thought that what hurt this match the most was Yujiro and Ta- uh, Goto before this because that was Maybe. very boring and like it, was just... it just took a long time to click for me. That's all. Yeah. Um. So again, I thought both guys looked pretty good here, and again, Evil feels like a star just waiting to burst out and go yeah, full single I, I star. Agree. I think Evil has like maybe like one of the most potentials. So um, I'm hoping that they actually use evil again. Whenever yeah. Lij does split, I feel like him. You have him, uh, Takahashi, and Sonata, and Shingo, and already you have Naito, but Naito's the oldest out of them. Um, who can? No, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, um, what call it? But they can all be pretty huge single stars if used correctly. Um, no, actually, isn't Shingo like 38 or 39? Shingo's thirty-seven, I think, and oh, okay. I believe, and I believe uh, Naito's thirty-eight. So. Oh, okay, yeah, I think Evil has like a great look too. Absolutely, Evil. I love. Great. I agree. Yeah, it's really good. great look. Big great Evil entrance fan. music. Uh, great yeah. ring presence. Great moves. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I wasn't a fan of his finisher. The you don't STO. like everything is evil. The STO that he did. Yeah, everything know. is evil. Yeah, I don't know. I just felt like it was a little weak. I don't know. Maybe, but. I can get past that because I really like him as a character and a wrestler, and so. Okay, um, Ryan, anything? Uh, as I said, I'm a huge Evil fan. Um, he's top tier uh, person in New Japan for me, and if he was to get the like I, every year, I feel like there's like at least one or two moments in the year where they're like, "Oh man, this is the year for Evil." And then it just peters out into nothing. Like it's either him or Sonata or both of them at the same time, and then like nothing ends up happening with them. And I I said it during the match that Evil feels like the one person in Lij who isn't Tranquilo at all. Like he has nothing to do with Tranquilo. He brings that he like he is constantly uh, trying to what, cheat. What are you talking about? Like that's the whole thing with Lij is that they're trained tranquilo and relaxed oh um and like evil is like the opposite of that like he comes out like the damn grim reaper he tries to like use everything to his advantage he tries to cheat like he doesn't look like like he looks like an evil super villain um yeah again to be fair though like while like naito always says tranquilo and stuff that's not really what exactly the group's whole thing is like again the whole point of them is that they're the outcasts um and they all have backstories with that again yeah everybody knows naito's story who's watched obviously rob if you ever explore the back catalog you'll see how uh, naito's played out where he kind of just always got positioned to be the next top star and anytime that his moment came the fans turned on him they didn't think he was ready and as a result his pushes ended uh, and then he went away to Mexico for a while, came back with a new persona, and formed Lij. Um, Sonata came to America, floundered in TNA, came back like years later, 
and kind of had to build back the respect, and he's finally getting up to the mountain where he should be. Mm-hmm. Evil was a comedy character in Watanabe, uh, who then went to ROH uh, on excursion for a while, then came back and became evil. Joined LIJ, uh, Hiromu just has a very outsider persona, where he's just a very weird guy who seems like he has something wrong with him. And Bushi also is a really weird-looking dude. Shingo's the, <laughs> Shingo, to me, is the outlier. Shingo doesn't seem like an outsider. He just seems like a guy who just wears I mean, a dragon mask. Sh- Shingo, Shingo, yeah. Shingo, like, can we talk about Shingo's teeth real quick? Like, does anybody what? notice that his, t- <laughs> it, like, the top two teeth on him, like, they look like they've molded together. Yeah, I'm be real. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Look at, look at a picture of e, at e, at Shingo's teeth, <laughs> and it looks like the two teeth have molded together. And like, if, there's if like a whole. Anybody's thing. like first time listening to this podcast, I feel like they're going to really question Ryan and his no, takes because he's so, bringing up Shingo Takage's teeth for some reason. So what's your call? I looked it up before. <laughs> I was you like, looked up what? Shingo's teeth? No, no, I was like, I wanted to see if anybody else noticed something about his teeth. And, like, there's a whole Reddit page about how uh, he has weird, weirdly designed teeth. And it gets even weirder because people are like, the teeth, that like, his weird te- uh, top teeth make him look like a weird type of sexy, like Cesaro's and Timothy Thatcher's teeth. Um... And it's so weird. <laughs> and then I immediately was like, well, oh, this is weird. Um... So I didn't go any further. I do, I do, I do want to say that I found a tweet. Um... That says uh, Shingo definitely is a member of the Cesaro Timothy Timothy Thatcher Club of guys whose weird teeth make. Yeah, them <laughs> what? <laughs> See, this is a thing. Like, look, Joey, please look at a Someone... picture of Shingo Takagi's teeth. I, I, okay. I, I yeah, will. we can do I that. Off the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, anyway, so okay, that's night four. Uh, again, I would. I would go thumbs in the middle for this one. I can't give it a thumbs up. I didn't. Yeah, I did no, enjoy I two things. Thumbs in the middle. Nothing and again, thumbs yeah. down that I've yeah, seen. Thumbs in yeah. the middle. Thumbs in the um, middle. Okay, so even the matches I didn't like were fine. Like it's not like they were. Yeah, bad. like Ujiro, except for Jado and. Yeah, that was terrible. That was. That you, was like even Ujiro and Goto, it was like boring and slow, but it wasn't like one of the worst matches I've ever seen. Like the wrestling itself yeah. was like passable. Um, I was okay. It just wasn't. Yeah, exactly. Anything. I know what you're trying to say. Um, okay, so. Uh, moving on from that, we're not going to talk about night five, uh, real quick because we're doing that, um, next week. So we're going to do a review for nights five and six after night six, and then we'll do seven and eight together because it's a th- uh, string of three shows next week. So we'll just break it up into two. Um, but night five for those who haven't seen it and for Rob, just so he knows what he's getting into, you have Taiji Ishimori versus Yoshinobu Kanemaru, Togi Makabe versus Tomihiro Ishii. Uh, you have one of the tag matches. You have Yano versus Takahashi, and then your main event is Yuji Nagata versus Kazuchika Okada. Um, so yeah, and confirmed matches so far for the rest of the second round. We have uh, Show versus Sonata, which is on July first. Kota Ibushi versus Taichi on July first. Yoshihashi versus Bushi on July first, and Goto versus Evil on July first. So that's what the rest of this. That's going to be a strong. That looks a like strong a very night. strong card. I do have yeah. to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only thing that doesn't look great is Yoshihashi and Bushi, but I would love to be proved wrong. The other three matches sound great. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so the other 
point that I wanted to take out here quick on the podcast as we wrap things up um, with the first round basically being done here and we're moving into round two. Uh, I was going to ask Ryan, Joey, and Rob specifically, who impressed them most, who stood out in the tournament? Again, Ryan has watched New Japan in the past. He still like occasionally watches. He's just not like a religious viewer of it, but he keeps up with it. But yeah. again, Rob and Joey are both new to this, so I just kind of wanted to see uh, who everybody's like. So I asked them to each think of three people in this tournament who have uh, stood out. Uh, so, Rob, you can go first. Um, just take it away. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Shingo because every match I've seen him in, Every time I've seen him at all, he's just made an impression. He's got a good look. Uh, his matches have been great. He's incredible in the ring. And, yeah, he's just cool. Uh, Sonata is another one who, in his match, he looked really, really good. And as I said before, I liked his gear and the skull mask and stuff. I don't know. Something about him. I like him. And uh, the other one, I like uh, I like me some Tanahashi. I thought he was... Um, really uh smooth i mean i know he's like one of their big guys so i guess he's just been around the block a long a uh, long time and he uh knows what he's doing so i also as an honorable i like to Hiromu a lot too okay but we'll see I'm, i'll see him more so he'll probably grow on me even more yeah um all right ryan uh so Hiromu would be my number one um like he's just he brings character into the matches. Um, even a, a random tag match, uh, he was the most entertaining part about it. Um, I think we can say he was the most enter party, entertaining part of day four. Um, yeah. Well, him, I mean, him, him, him and Yana. Yana. Together, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I think number two uh, would go to um, Sonata. Uh, I mean, Sonata's great. And uh, my number three would go to uh, Yuji Nagata. Um, Blue Justice himself, our boy in blue. Oh, um, no. <laughs> uh, I, how many upvotes? How many upvotes? Boy in blue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, he's, 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 he was great. He, he surprised me a lot. Um, and that's not even taking into account... Um, that like I thought that this man retired at the beginning of the year, <laughs> um, but yeah, he him versus Suzuki is easily one of, like top two matches of this tournament so far. Maybe top three. Um, I'd say top three. Yeah, and uh, considering he's in his fifties, um, it's pretty good. Pretty 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 good. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Okay, um, Joey. Uh, yeah, so, um, you know, uh, I thought, uh, Takahashi and, um, what's it called? Yeah. Gano, uh, I thought, like, their interactions with each other was absolutely great, so that was really fun. But if we're talking about, like, individuals, um, I'm gonna go, like, at number, my number one is obviously gonna be Evil. Um, definitely Evil. I think he's gonna go far in this tournament. Um, he has the look, he's a good wrestler. And I think he could just, you know, be like a breakout and go pretty far in this I tournament. I think he's getting knocked out um, next round. See, I don't think so. <laughs> I do. But we'll um, see. And then I also want to go uh, Show. Um, show really impressed me. Um, I think he can be considered, you know, a dark horse in this tournament. Um, I know that he's probably going to lose against um, 
Shinada. I mean, that might be obvious, but um, I think they can put on a killer match, and I'm really excited for that. Uh, yeah, so those people, and oh yeah, and Tai Chi. Um, I really like Tai Chi's look. Um, I like his gimmick and stuff, and I thought he was good as well. Um, and I think, truly, that Tai Chi has a chance at winning the cup. So. Yeah. That's just me. Um, okay. Um, yeah, so I don't really, again, I'm used to seeing all these wrestlers, uh, but for whose performances so far have impressed me, um, I'd say Takahashi, uh, the fact that he got the match he did with Which Hanma. one? Ujiro, of course. Yeah, yeah Ujiro Takahashi. Oh my god, he gave me a five-star classic. Uh, Hiromu, I, the, again, the fact that Hiromu got the match that he did with Hanma, uh, and how good that was, um, is definitely worth noting. I, I would also give props to Hanma for that, because Hanma worked his ass off there and took some crazy bumps. Um, I would say I have to put Yoshihashi on this list because God knows I wasn't expecting Yoshihashi to have any goodness. Wow. Uh, and he had a he had a good match. So, you know, Yoshihashi. Yoshihashi, I would love nothing. Ring I the would bells. love nothing more than by the end of this tournament to say, man, Yoshihashi's looking better than ever. Yoshihashi, you're really impressing me. But I think next week uh, when we get to this match with Bushi, I'm going to be back on the Yoshihashi hate train. So uh, we'll see. I hope they put on a five-star match for uh, it. Hey, man, I would love nothing more. Um, and then I would also say Yuji Nagata as well. Um, I thought Nagata looked really good in his match with Suzuki. And having seen the match with Okada, I thought he nope, also looked really spoilers. good there. Yep, spoilers. He wrestled a match. Um, yep. But no, I thought he looked really good there. So I would say Yuji is looking really good too. Um, he's looking real Jack, baby. He's looking real Jack, baby. So yeah, uh, again, nice short episode of our podcast here. We'll be back next week on Wednesday uh, doing Dynamite and NXT. Or ju- Oh, no, we're just doing Dynamite. Yeah, so worth it's noting. Fighter we're doing, Fest Night 1. Yeah, we're doing Fighter Fest. We're not doing the Great American Bash, which was just announced. Uh, yeah, we'll so cover doing... some uh, highlights of it. Yeah, we'll do, the, like, we'll do the results, but we're, cover- we're watching Fighter Fest 1 and 2. So we'll be doing that for the next two weeks, and then we'll also be doing more reviews for the New Japan Cup. So come back, join us. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. All those are linked down in the description below. And yeah. Thanks and for if listening. You have, and if you have a chance, make sure you look up Shingo Takagi's oh, teeth. Oh, yeah, don't forget. Look don't up Shingo's teeth. Oh, my um, God. But, yeah, but, yes, thank you for Actually listening. <laughs> thank you for listening. We'll talk to you guys next time. Yep. Bye. Peace. Peace.